Well, first of all, welcome to the KC Press Box with myself, Davo, and... Sharpshooting Killian White. Killian, I want to wish you and everybody listening Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and your family. We'll get the episode started here in about 60 seconds. First, though, we have got to show some love to our sponsor and our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. And how cool is this? Santa Barkley is back, as in Chuck Charles Barkley. And this year, he's giving new FanDuel customers exactly what they asked for. How about this? You can unwrap the gift of a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 back in free bets when you sign up with our promo code BOX, B-O-X. So, Killian, let me get this straight. I can bet up to $2,500 if I'm a brand-new FanDuel Sportsbook customer, right? And if my first bet doesn't hit, I get up to $2,500 back in free bets? That's right. Man, now's the time to give FanDuel a shot. Yeah, the app is easy to use, obviously. It's right there in the App Store, and they're always giving you great promotions. And when you win, you'll get paid instantly. That's right. Use our promo code BOX, and you will get that uh, bonus. Plus, you'll get the best odds on same-game parlays. Uh, there will be odds boosts. Every Thursday, you've got that live same-game parlay that you can cash. And when you win, odds are those uh, winnings will be there in under 10 minutes, always there in less than an hour. Yeah. like For me, it's like I would say four out of five times within 10 minutes, it's hitting my PayPal account. You can cash out if you want. I usually use PayPal. But yeah, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. See why for yourself with our promo code BOX. That no sweat first bet up to $2,500 back in free bets from Santa Barkley when yes, you sign up with the promo code BOX. 21 plus and present in Kansas. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. It's Dave O and Killian White's KC Press Box, powered by FanDuel. The KC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press With your hosts, Dave O and Killian White. And here we go, Killian. Week 16 of the NFL. Bro, we've only got three weeks left of regular season NFL. Where does the time go, my friend? I don't know. It's moving fast. But hey, at the top of the show, uh, Dave, I wished everybody a Merry Christmas, but we all know that Dave just got back from his Christmas. Oh, I did. I did in Las Vegas. Should I talk about the trip a little bit? Yeah, let's hear about it. That's a nice segue by you. Nice job. You're Appreciate a radio it, pro yeah. sharpshooter. Learn from you. Got back from the, yes, the Westgate Sportsbook out there in Las Vegas. I'll tell you one thing. If FanDuel had a sportsbook in Vegas, and I think they will someday, I'd be staying there. But in the meantime, I do love the Westgate out there in Vegas. Killian and I made $2,506 profit. Took out about $2,300 out there, so I brought back just south of $5,000 in cash um, and that's in the bank, so please don't rob me if you see me in the streets. I don't have it on me. Uh, but uh, it was a good time. I'll, I'll tell you about uh, some bad beats. I have two bad beats, one really bad beat. It was a crazy, one of the craziest weeks in the NFL season, and you yeah. happened to be in Vegas. And I happened to be you know, and on one of the games, you probably just from saying it was just a mind-blowingly stupid ending. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. We will get to that, but yeah, man, it was a it was a really profitable trip. It was a you know, I bet uh, five days out there. It was last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I won every day except for Saturday. I was down a little bit on Saturday because I went big on the Ravens plus three uh, against the Browns, and I that mean, was one that didn't. That's hit. actually like. Quite a quite a statement, something to be able to brag about. Not only did you spend five days in Vegas, yeah. but you spent five days and you came out 
with that extra money. That's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, twenty five hundred plus. I mean, what I paid for for the trip. I yeah. if you take out what I paid for the trip, I probably still netted seventeen hundred dollars. So yeah. you know, paid for the trip and made like seventeen hundred. If you want to look at it that way, it was it was a great time out there. Good way to look at in it. Vegas. How was your week, man? My week was good. I was just here holding down the job. You know, working like a like a common man. But no, it was good. Uh, okay, week on the betting front. Uh, my last fantasy team uh, went out of contention, so I'm just I'm just betting now. But uh, you cheering for me because I'm playing. We have a we have a special guest in studio watching us today. He's one of my best friends since uh, since college. I'm playing him. Dustin is his name in the fantasy playoffs. You cheering for me or Dustin this weekend in our fantasy playoffs? What do you think? I I'm going to stay impartial on this. What one. do you mean? I, I do the show with you. Shh. You you've known this guy for like 20 minutes. I know, and that's kind of what makes you want to root for him. You know how it goes. Wow, 20. Yeah. Wow, 20 minutes with somebody. And he already well, puts. Some... Well, okay. Here's the thing: is if you win, I'm going to have to hear about it on every episode the rest of the year. Well, if I lose, you'll also I might hear never about it. see him again. <laughs> that's true. He might never come back. He'll that's be in shame after losing to me. You may never see him. Yeah. Again, that's a good point. Uh, another person we won't be seeing anytime soon is Chiefs Aholic. We'll get to that Jeez, here yeah. in a couple of minutes. But also got to brag a little bit. We're now forty-one and twenty on the lock of the week. That's over sixty-seven percent. Forty-one and twenty after we told you this last week. Killian, gotta ask you a question. Your girlfriend, okay? Would you rather see her in a thong bikini or a winter parka? Which one sounds better to you? That's a, I mean, that's a tough one. It's not a tough one. The answer is thong bikini. Quit trying to be politically correct. The Miami Dolphins, we're going to be taking them this week. Are you kidding me? They're getting seven and a half points at Buffalo. Come on. There's about a 40% chance they win this game outright. Give me seven and a half points. Sign me up. Dolphins plus seven and a half, our lock of the week. Let's go! Kelly and I'm fired up. Another lock of the week, by the way, coming up later in today's show. So, do we start with Chiefsaholic or do we start with Bad Beats and then talk about him as we talk about the Chiefs game? Let's start with Chiefsaholic. It's just too weird. Okay. Okay. So, why don't I guess I'll explain it here? Okay. So, I've been following this saga. I don't know when you got in on this. So, this dude, I had, I was not actually following him. Surprisingly, he had like thirty thousand ish Twitter followers. It's a dude that goes by the name of Chiefsaholic. So, for those who live in a box and don't know this story, he is a Chiefs super fan that dresses up dresses up as a, as a wolf you know mm-hmm. the big big wolf costume so nobody really knows what the guy looks like nobody really knew his name or anything about him all people knew is from social media he claims he went to kansas state that he worked a 12 dollar an hour warehouse job and worked his way up had some side hustles to make a lot of money side hustles yeah then we start seeing him like he went to the mahomes foundation a couple weeks ago bought a whole bunch of just expensive stuff um, we see him putting in a, a $1,000 ticket that we even talked about earlier this year when you called the Jody Fortson touchdown and you won, I yeah, think, 100 I put a whopping 10 bucks on yeah, it. Yeah, you I remember thinking when that happened, like, who is this guy? Where did he get $1,000 yeah. to put on Jody Fortson? Because Jody Fortson was RTing him and stuff. I mean, yeah. he put a $1,000 bet and won 18000 on the Jody Fortson anytime touchdown week three or something. I don't know what it was. Uh, and you had that as well. You won 180 on that. Uh, so everyone's like, where is this dude? Then he then he put like $80,000 on the Chiefs' money line against the Buffalo Bills. Would have paid him like 153 Oof. or something, and he lost that. But apparently people were like, he didn't even seem to care. So everyone, he, he goes to all the Chiefs' road games, right? Pretty much all of them. And he always drives to them. So people are like, well, that's odd. Why doesn't he fly if he's got all this money? This guy claims he's super successful. He's tweeting nonstop, you know, dozens and dozens of times a day. So I followed, started following this saga on Monday, two days ago. It was actually at the MGM Grand Buffet in Las Vegas, Killian, and I start reading this other guy named Braden that we both follow, yeah. um, and he's tweeting, like, I'm really worried about Chiefsaholic. 
Um, he was supposed to have been in the game in Houston. We looked for him everywhere. He gave us a seat number. He wasn't there. He hasn't tweeted in over three days. He kind of said some cryptic tweaks before that made me worry about him if he's okay or not. Has anybody heard from him? And then everyone's like, no, I was thinking the same thing. I was supposed to meet him down there. He wasn't there. And then a couple people had his phone number. They're like, we called him, went straight to voicemail. So everyone's like, can someone do a wellness check on this guy, right? I mean, he hadn't tweeted in three days when the guy tweets absolutely nonstop. He misses a Chiefs game. He's not, you know, not at the game. His phone's not on. So people fear the worst. It turns out nobody really knows this guy in real life. It took several hours eventually. I don't, I'm not sure somebody eventually found it out. The dude's a legit bank robber. The dude's driving to away Chiefs games and stopping off in little small towns along the way and knocking off banks, maybe knocking off dispensaries. Depends who you believe. Now, a lot of people are wondering, Killian, because he got busted down in Bixby, Oklahoma, right outside of Tulsa, robbing a teacher's credit union. He's in he's in jail. $200,000 bond. The, the guy's going to be going away for a long time. And it's almost a guarantee he's been knocking off banks. I mean, when he was 17, apparently. Did you know the story when he was 17 no. that his mom and older brother knocked off? off a bank like in Utah or somewhere but it said in the affidavit wow. an un, unnamed 17 year old was along so he was that was where that, he started that was his age he was 17 yeah. so it's almost guaranteed it was him right wow. yeah and then he had a couple of other small um like charges for stealing things, like misdemeanor stuff. This is the first time he's gotten busted big. Like this is a felony and like a ten to fifteen year minimum oh, yeah, type sure. thing. Well, and ha- there had to have been more, right? Yeah. Let's not forget th- maybe my favorite part though too, which is he did at least one of the robberies in the wolf mask. What an idiot! And and like now there's people like coming up with like I'm sure the FBI is doing the same thing. Oh, I mean yeah. Pat McAfee's on this story. It's a national oh, story yeah, just, now. Just drawing connections like well, hey. yeah, like the Chargers game. Yeah. Like two days before that, there was like a couple of robberies. One of them with a guy his same height with the mask on in like Albuquerque or somewhere, which is on the way mm-hmm. to LA, and he drove there for that. So it's like people are now like, how many times? Because surely it's not his first rodeo, right? right if he's no, had all this not. money for a few years now, randomly, so. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's 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 a bizarre story. I mean, I, I feel bad for all the the poor people at banks that have got PTSD yeah. or the customers or having kids in there. I mean, that's it's really effed up stuff, and it's it's scary. I don't want to say it's funny because it's not really funny, but it's just crazy. It's, I mean, it's absolutely wild. It's I mean, bizarre. It, it should have, and it probably will, its own podcast at some point. Well, it's, gonna, it's 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 either like a thirty for thirty or a Netflix or whoever gets it. It's it's gonna be on some show. Yeah. But the dude, his name is Xavier. That's all I'm gonna say. He deserves to to rot and not, and hopefully he doesn't get to watch any more Chiefs games because. That's ridiculous that you, that you do something like that. So, um, but anyway, that's you have anything to add on that story? It's like it's getting more and more bizarre. The Chiefsaholic story. Do you no, have any I'm other just, thoughts? I'm, it just gets crazier the more you hear. So I'm looking forward to when it all comes out. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I'd put it. Like I'm I, like I'm not laughing at the story, but I'm just looking forward. It's fascinating. Oh, that, yeah. That's the right word. It's yeah. fascinating that somebody a super fan is literally driving to his team's games in different cities so he can knock off banks to live a fake lifestyle. We don't think he even it just, went to. It K- just sounds like a like a book. Like a yeah. made up. <laughs> we don't think he went to K State. Uh, Either, by the way. There's no record of him ever going there. So the guy's a complete fraud. So, you know, screw you, buddy. That's all I got to say. All right. Let's dig into the show here. Bad Beats. Uh, let me just go ahead and get it out of the way. I started off that, that 2506 that I won in Vegas would have actually. I even showed you the tickets. Yeah, I, you, I brought, have, you brought home the losing tickets. I've got them with my well, tax write off. Yeah, there you go. Because my profits, you got to write off. Yeah. So yeah, losing tickets, you can write those off when you get 1099 from our friends. As good at, as it feels to tear them up and throw them away. Yeah, FanDuel <laughs> Sportsbook sends me a little thing at the end of the year saying yeah. I made money. I've got to pay taxes. Well, now I've got write offs. You know, but. Um, 
what in God's name was Jacoby Myers and, and the Patriots doing? First of all, they were up seven with like a minute and a half left. Somehow the Raiders go down and score a touchdown, which I thought his second foot was out of bounds, by the way, in the corner yeah, of the oh, end yeah. zone. They didn't, they didn't have enough to overturn that. Apparently. How? His left foot was literally out of bounds. No, yeah. yeah. So then, But then the Raiders, that's happened two other times they've been in games in the last minute, up or down by one, and, and they always go for two. So I'm like, okay, well, I've got the Patriots plus two and a half, so they'll just go for two and I'll win either way. They kicked the damn extra point randomly. So I'm like, what the hell? So it's going to go to overtime. The Patriots decided to start laddering the ball 35 yards like they're losing. Like, did they not realize the game was tied? They didn't need to do that? And what the hell were they doing? Because I lost money on that. That would have that on its own was like a $1,000 swing. And my other bad beat, kind of bad beat, was I had the, the Cowboys up 17 late in the third quarter. And Dak just turned into a turnover machine. And that one, both of those two would have put me well over $5,000 on this trip. And I showed you the tickets. I'm not lying about that. No, yeah, yeah. Took a look at those tickets. They're, they're real. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, that like I said at the top of the show, crazy weekend in the NFL, and you happened to be in Vegas for. It. On top of that, I doubt you bet the the World Cup, but that was crazy. No, that but was I watched weekend. it. It was fun to watch. Great game. I mean, yeah, this isn't you know we're a football podcast mostly, but yeah, yeah. just the side thing there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't have any that bad. I got really lucky. You know, I was preached the teasers. Uh, I got the Patriots up to eight and a half, so I barely snuck by with that uh, that crazy last second play. Um, but I I almost uh, somehow covered the Vikings minus three and a half. After they were done 33 like The biggest come from behind win yeah. in NFL history. Me and me and Dave were texting about that when he was in Vegas. And we, I had the Vikings. Was like, that was a good beat. Well, I yeah, did have the so Vikings. You, you, um, Money line. Yeah, you told me when it was like 14-0, I think you were like, I think the Vikings still win this game. And then I think they turned the ball over and uh, the... Um, the Colts kick a field goal and it was 17 nothing. I said still still and you said no not now. <laughs> well because I think the Colts were getting the ball at halftime well, no too. No one thought they were going to come back from 33-0 to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, Least that, that me, was a crazy game. Oh, I did yeah. happen to win on that game. So that's one way to look at it, but I had a lot less money on that. Yeah. I only had oh, like yeah. 300 I had them with the Bills on a mm-hmm. ticket money line. It paid up like plus 102 or something like that. Nice. So that one was nice. But yeah, that's you, you didn't have any too bad, bad beats, though, did you? That's good. No, not like, too bad. I only lost. Those are the only two NFL bets I lost all week. So I, well, that's yeah, not true. I lost the Ravens. So I lost three NFL bets, and I probably won nine. I was like nine and three. Had a couple of great halftime bets in the in the late slate on Sunday. The Buck or the Bengals were minus six in the second half. They won by like twenty eight or something. Yeah. And then the Chargers were minus two and a half. It was tied at half, and they won the game by three. So I was able to double up on those two. I also had the Chargers minus three and a lot of tickets. So I just got my money back. That was a push. So it was yeah. a great weekend for me. It could have been superb, but I will take it. Uh, real quick, Chiefs takeaways from this game is just just. That's two weeks in a row the Texans have, have just about beaten a, a, a double-digit favorite. Uh, Cowboys last week, Chiefs. What are we taking away from that Chiefs-Texans game? Anything? I, I didn't have a whole lot. I mean, it's, we're, we we lull in the middle. It's become an issue. I mean, all season we— What about the kicker? Yeah, well, no, that's one for sure. Is Becker's, I, since the injury, really, he's not been what he was. And, and some people and, are blaming Tommy Townsend. Did you see him fire is, back? Is it? I don't know. Dustin do Colquitt, the old punter, had tweeted, like, look at the laces. It's actually, if you look, the punter's not holding the laces right. And that's why Bucker's making it. And then, and then Tommy Townsend actually tweeted, like, Coach Reed tells us to tune out false noise. So we're getting ready for that. Like, he's basically just yeah. saying that's not true. I didn't. But you, know, you wonder, Dustin Colquitt was a, a Pro Bowl punter yeah, for the yeah. Chiefs for many years. So is he right? And that Tommy Townsend is screwing over Bucker? Or is Bucker just blowing it week after week? Maybe a little bit of both. I blame more Bucker, though, in the end, right? Yeah, probably. Because yeah. it does seem to be like that shift after he got hurt this year. But, yeah, it, I mean, <clears throat> we kind of talked on it with the uh, the whole Justin Tucker thing. But, like, it really is a huge asset to have that kicker that's automatic like that. And uh, we kind of had it with Bucker last year a little bit, but not this year at all. That's also a bad beat that I had the Ravens the day that Justin Tucker randomly misses two field goals. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Which yeah, never happens. I did have the te- uh, the 
the Chiefs, the only teams that I didn't hit this weekend, uh, Chiefs minus seven and a half, so that's fun. Oh, because they had the six in overtime? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have been seven. At the yeah. How about Jerick McKinnon, by the way? Am I, am I okay starting him with confidence as an RB, not even a flex, as an RB by this point? I, th- I think so. I mean, he's he's definitely the pass-catching guy, which seems to be yielding more fantasy. And, and this Seattle game, should, the Seattle should be able to score enough where the Chiefs have to play, you know, the whole game on offense. So Right, yeah. It should be a good game. We'll talk about that game. It's also and all be th- miserable out there. Don't yeah. That. We'll talk about that game and all the rest of them. Real quick, you want to do your three NFL week uh 15 takeaways. I'll just tell you my three takeaways. Number one, screw the Raiders. Number two, screw the Raiders. Number three, screw the Raiders. Go ahead, Killian. I'm, I don't want to talk anymore about it. All right, yeah, no, that's basically one of mine. Vegas is the least bettable team in the NFL. We, we learned this year, week after week. We're 0 for we 7 just, this year. But, the, we have, but we, I say we learn. We haven't learned. We keep betting on them. Well, I don't how know. are we always wrong? It, just, it seems like we're due, right? We talk about being due. We're due to hit a freaking <laughs> It's a 50-50 every time. we. And the funny thing is we bet on them, like four of them and against them, three of them. It's not like we're betting the same way at all. All of them, yeah. and we just can't get them right. It's incredible. I've never seen it before on a team like that. I've never had a team do this to me before. Yeah, um, and then I mean, my second one is that the, the Cowboys D is having problems. We've seen them as like an elite defensive unit this whole year, and they're kind of struggling between uh, last week Texans, and then this yeah. week, obviously, and that huge lead in the end. Um, you know, obviously, the offense has a role in that too. Keep scoring points, but uh, yeah, the defense is definitely going through some struggles right now. And then uh, my last one is just that, I mean. That game was awful for Matt Ryan. His legacy is definitely tarnished from that. Think about already, what was his legacy? He was blowing that Super Bowl lead. <laughs> and then not only does he blow the biggest lead in the Super Bowl, he has the biggest Super Bowl. And I know that there's a lot of defense that goes into that. I know there's other people on, but like, there's got to be something to it, You know the it, funny right? thing about that, though, is I don't think Matt Ryan turned it over in this game, did he? This, like, if you would have told me 33, they were up 33 and they lost it in the second half, and Matt Ryan was a quarterback, I would have said, oh, yeah, there was a pick six. He fumbled once, yeah. probably threw another. I don't think he turned it well, over, bro. But I, I don't know if you, I think I sent it to you too, but uh, they're, they're taking Nick Foles from here out. Yep. So, so that's he's done for the season too, and probably for good. So that's going to be his last game. Surely, I can't see him being a number two quarterback at this point. Can you? I don't know. I, it just seems like he'd hang him up. And just at this point, the little bit I've heard him talk about it, he's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm like past my prime. I'm blessed to still be doing this at this age and all yeah. that." So you know, yeah, I think he's about ready. Yeah, that's probably right. All right. Well, we got every single team playing this week. Let's dig right in. Uh, if you're in KC, by the way, we're recording this a day early because there's a snowmageddon, you know, negative temperatures, winter storm warning, blowing snow. So this is a day earlier. So I do want to let you know we have at least me. I don't know about you. I have not dug into this slate near as much as I will by the weekend. Uh, so I will give you my best guesses right now. Uh, I'm still going to stand by the picks. I'm not going to make excuses if I lose them. But just get, letting you know, we may not be as strong or as in-depth on some of these games as normal because it's just Wednesday. We haven't seen practice reports. We're going early this week because of everything. Uh, but go ahead, brothers. Start us off here. we got a, a Thursday night game, a whole bunch of Saturday games, and then uh, Sunday Monday. So start us off here with a Thursday night game. That's right. Thursday night, we've got the Jets at home, minus one and a half uh, against the Jaguars, over under 37 and a half. Um, so the Jets, how about that game versus the Lions, by the way? That was a back yeah, and forth. Really Jets came up short in that one. Zach Wilson looked okay. Uh, we think he's probably playing again this week, obviously, correct? I think so, yeah. The way it's looking right now, again, it's Wednesday. Yeah, Mike White just running around trying to get someone to clear him, but he's not, yeah, not finding I mean, anybody. I mean, we will talk some other episode about Mike White and how I think he might actually be legit. I've been digging yeah. into him a little bit with some numbers, but we'll talk about that a different time. Okay. But in this game, I mean, I don't see how you take the Jets in this game. I, I think I like how all year I've been telling you I think Jacksonville's pretty good. Earlier on, I told you that I thought they had a chance to win the division. Uh, they're still only, uh, what, are they only a game back now of the uh, Titans? After I the think so. Titans? They're talking about like it's yeah, lost. They're probably the, yeah. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. only a game out of the division. So uh, they, the, both these teams have something to play for. The Jets are fighting for the playoff lot, lives. Mm-hmm. Really, if the Jets lose, they're probably screwed because they're going to be getting the 
wild card. They can't win the division. Yeah. The only reason Jacksonville can still make the playoffs is because, of course, they can win the division. So if Jacksonville runs the table, they got a pretty good shot here. And I, I think they get a job done. I love the way Trevor Lawrence is playing from a fantasy perspective. It's interesting how it's like a different receiver every week that seems to just eat. Like yeah. A couple weeks ago, we saw Evan Ingram put up 40-plus fantasy Kirk points. Zay Jones this week. They got Jones, yeah. Christian Kirk. Now the Jets are a team. It's not super easy to run the ball against them. They are a bit banged up on defense. And at the end of the day, the Jacksonville defense has been shredded since about week six, as we keep talking about mm-hmm. every week, DVOA, bottom five. Um, but in, in this particular game, I just don't think Zach Wilson can keep up with Trevor Lawrence. So if you're going to give me some points, too, I don't think you need them. You could take the points. I would just take Jacksonville on the money line. What is the money line on Jacksonville? Plus 100. Just take even Jacksonville money. for even money on yeah. to win this game outright. You? Yeah, I like that, too. I think that um, the Jaguars are getting hot at the right time. Trevor Lawrence has looked really good the last couple of games. And then Zach Wilson, he looked okay last week, but you know it's back to him. That's no Mike White, so that's another factor there. Uh the Jaguars' D hasn't looked great, and then, of course, the DBs for Jets might give um, Trevor Lawrence some trouble, but I, I still like them here, and I think that, yeah, they'd probably go on to, to uh, take their... Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I prefer Jacksonville. We talk all the time about how the Jets have this. Early in the year, we said top 10 weapons. I think losing Brees Hall, maybe they're not top 10 now with the quarterback they have, but they're close. I mean, but I still prefer Jacksonville's weapons. I prefer Jacksonville's quarterback. I prefer their running back uh, and their receivers. So, you know, the the Jets have the superior defense in the home field, but I don't think it's enough. Uh, You know, give me Trevor Lawrence over Zach Wilson is what I'm betting on really in this game. Yeah, pretty much the same. Okay, let's go to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday Saturday games. I forgot. Okay, Saturday at noon. The game is uh, the Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half at home uh, versus the Giants over under forty seven and a half. Well, how about those Giants winning me some money on uh, on Sunday Night Football? They're winning that game outright. Maybe uh, maybe the refs could have thrown some flags. You know, in the end zone. I have to confess, I didn't have any money on that game, and I fell asleep on my couch. Did you watch it? it? Uh, Part of it. (laughs) Okay. Was a girl with you at least? No, I was just. Yeah. Not, a, I mean, my couch isn't that big. He's just blushing. Me. She was definitely yeah. over there. You guys were doing something else for the whole game. Uh, good for you, man. You can last Appreciate three it. hours. Good Thank for you. you. <laughs> now, Washington and the Giants was the last game. The Giants won that game outright. The big defensive touchdown. Man, I'll tell you what. Saquon Barkley and that spin move. There's no other running back in the NFL that has that spin move. The dude is good. Like, I really like watching Saquon Barkley. Um, in this game, I think he has a, a fairly good game. We've been talking all year. We don't believe in this Vikings team. We don't believe in their defense. I'm going to go ahead and take the points here. I, I think I think this is one of those games the Vikings probably eke out, much like last week. Now they're not going to get down 30 points in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Giants have just a good enough offense, and Saquon Barkley is just good enough. And, and even the Giants' defense, you know, it's a middle-of-the-road unit. Uh, we love the way this team with, Di- with Brian Dable is coached and, and plays. It's a tough team. I just like the points here. I just don't think the Vikings are that good, bro. I, I think the I think the Giants can score enough points, and and, and I and I think the Giants' defense is is much better than several of the defenses that the. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess the Giants' defense is probably about about even to what the Colts are. I mean, kind of on the same yeah. in that same tier. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see the Vikings just going out there and lighting them up or anything. So yeah. give me the points here. I think the Vikings probably eke out a win, but I would take the points here. This is a tough one for me. I mean, and it's because the two halves for the Vikings were so different. I mean, did, was that a good game for them or a bad game? You Horrible know? game for them. Oh, yeah. Pathetic. But, but then they came back 33 points. That's they amazing, did. too. But uh, I guess give me the points here. So it is looking like it's going to go up to minus four probably based on the juice. So if you like the Vikings, go ahead and get it in. Uh, if you like the Giants, probably wait on that. Yeah, I bet it ends at four and a half. Yeah. I'd wait on the Giants. But the public's going to be on the Vikings. But yeah, four and above, definitely the Giants. At three and a half, I'd probably still take the Giants. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it hits three... 
I don't know that I'd be comfortable taking the Giants necessarily. Yeah, un- under a field goal, I think I might like the Under Vikings. a field goal, I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah. I think the Vikings will win the game. I just think it'll be close. And so give me those four points or four and a half, so whatever. So we do agree that this line's pretty much right on then. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, next one, another noon game. I forget. So it's heavy Saturday slate because Sunday yeah, is Yeah, I think Christmas, we have three or four, so. three games on Sunday, I think. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Let me look actually. One, two. Yeah, three games on Sunday, one on Monday. Yep. Okay. So, yes, another Saturday noon game. Uh, Cleveland Browns at home, minus two and a half against the Saints, over under a 32 and a half. So, there is going to be a lot of weather, by the way, in the NFL this weekend. This is one of those games. They're calling for 35 mile an hour sustained winds, gusts up to 70 miles an hour in this game. And look at the over under. The over under is 32. 32 yeah. Thir- we haven't seen that all year. I mean, 36 no. and a half is the lowest you ever see. So yeah. uh, Vegas obviously believes, as correctly, that you're not going to be able to probably move the ball very well in this game. It's going to be a lot of running. The clock's going to run. If you've got pats, pass catchers or quarterbacks in this game, be very careful and look at your other options. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few places. Another one's in Chicago, uh, the Buffalo-Chicago game that we'll get to. Another that's another. There's two or three of them that are really bad. Those are the main two. But in this game, like I've got the problem with me, Killian, is on, on the, my first team, I've got I've got Taysom Hill and I've got David Njoku, and they're both in this game. Yeah. So it's like I'm kind of leaning towards playing Taysom Hill. I would say Taysom Hill. I think he'll run. It, it's a better matchup for him because he'll run. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to be able to run in this game, and you can run against the Browns defense. But can you run against the Browns defense when they're selling out for the run, or can you That's run against point. the Saints defense if, if all if, if they know all you can do is run or throw the ball eight yards? I mean, you know, stack the hell out of the box, bring the safeties up, you know, whatever. But uh, the secondary up. But yeah, it's uh, this is an interesting game. I, I don't think I'd take the unders at 32. That just seems scary to me. It, it seems like you get one or two turnovers or, you know, mm-hmm. special teams play somehow. I mean, you're going to have some bad punts. I mean, you know, it, it's it's not a good game. So my point is for people on the playoffs, fancy playoffs for playing DFS, be very careful about taking anybody but the running backs. I don't even know if I love the running backs here because, again, they're just going to stop the run. That's all they're going to try to do. Yeah. But if you're going to – this is the game. You're going to give me three points. Give me the – or two – he says two and a half. Mm-hmm. Give me the team getting two and a half points. Like, I, I, you can't really analyze this game like a normal game because they can't run their offenses. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. That's what I think. No, I feel you. I, I kind of like taking the, the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns. Yeah, I, I, I like the Saints a lot before we got into all the weather talk, but I just think they have a better run game. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, Deshaun Watson's still not old Deshaun Watson, but he's been looking better. Hey, shout out, by the way, to Coach Allen and that great Saints coaching staff. I don't even have Alvin Kamara anymore, but I just love that he's getting out targeted by guys off the street. Mark Ingram a couple weeks ago, David uh-huh. Johnson, or whoever the hell their backup is there. Mark Ingram isn't even healthy He was anymore, last week. So he was? Two weeks ago, whatever it was. Two weeks ago, he's healthy. So, like, my point is, he's but not Kamara keeps getting out targeted by these backup running backs. They don't use him in the passing game. Great great job by the Saints coaching staff. Nice job, guys. <laughs> really, doing it, really utilizing your players' strengths, you know? Yeah. Let's just make him run between the tackles where he's an average player and not put him in the receiving game where he's an elite player. Yeah. Been a lot of, uh, I feel like, subpar offensive coordinating this year. Yeah, no doubt. There's, as uh, Tom Brady likes to say, a lot, a lot of bad football. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> look at him, four straight turnovers yeah. or whatever it was in those possessions. But, yeah. yeah. Next. Okay, next we've got the Panthers plus two and a half at home versus the Lions over under 43 and a half. Yeah, this is this is a game I like quite a bit here. Uh, I don't see how you don't take Detroit in this game. Um, this feels That's like this is going to go to three. This is probably a game you want to lock in early yeah. this week. Um, yeah, the Lions by two and a half at Carolina. Look, I mean, this this Carolina team, from time to time, their defense plays okay. It's still a bottom 10 unit. Yeah. So are the Lions. I'm not saying that. But just look at the weapons the Lions have. I mean, the Lions still got something like a 35% chance of making the playoffs here, bro. If they went out here, it's like a one in three chance. They got all the momentum in the world. Uh 
this, this, this game is supposed to be cold for Carolina standards, but it, it, yeah. it'll be better weather than the Lions played in last week at, at the Jets. Um, so go ahead and give me the Lions here. I just think they have a much more dynamic offense. They're hot. They're arguably the hottest team in the NFL right now. Give me the Detroit Lions here. Yeah, with you 100%. Two and a half isn't that much. It does look like it's going to go three, so go ahead and get that in if you're on that side. Maybe I should do that on the way home tonight before yeah. the again gets there here tomorrow. <clears throat> what a nightmare for Davo to be snowed into his house and unable to go to yeah. Kansas and back. I know, because I live in freaking Missouri. I'd also <laughs> like to really thank the Missouri politicians for getting the job done. Every state touching us now has sports betting. But, hey, great job, guys. Thanks for passing that Rush Limbaugh day last year. That really helped me out. Really, that was great that you guys were able to get that done, but you can't generate money for the schools and the, and the uh, veterans. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, move on. I, well, we had a lot of a lot of politicians amongst our listeners, and you just that's turned right. They're all in. mad. Yeah, they listen to Jeff City every week. <laughs> yeah, they're they're always tuning in here. <laughs> no, yeah, I like the Lions a lot. The defense is even playing better. I mean, they let up 17 points to a pretty good you Jets squad last week. You can't run on them as well as you could. They're, they're getting yeah. better against the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it was Zach Wilson, but they. I mean, the Jets is a, a good offensive team. Yeah, and, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're in agreement on that one, Lions for sure. Okay, next one we've got the. Uh, Patriots catching three at home against the Bengals over under a 41 and a half. Yeah, give me Cincinnati. This is another one you need. How, how's the juice look on this game, by the way? Uh, juice is leaning toward Bengals again, so uh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely stopping by. Um, Dustin, we're going to be stopping by Kansas on the way home, just FYI. And my rental car, since I wrecked my other car, and my little freaking car that might blow away tomorrow. But yeah, the the Cincinnati by three at New England. Yeah, man, come on. I mean, the Bengals, I, now the Bengals do have uh, Trey Henderson going out last week. They've got a couple of key injuries on defense, mm-hmm. so that, that makes me hesitant a little bit, just that the Bengals are banged up on defense. New England's a little banged up on offense, though. Yeah, they're fair. banged up on offense. And, and again, I mean, like, I, I get it. Belichick's the... He's like we always talk about. He schemes to take away one player away, but I mean, he's gonna probably focus on Jamar Chase. That's fine. They, they Higgins is healthy and playing. They got Boyd. They got Mixon, P Ryan. They got so many weapons. Hayden Hurst might be back for this game. Yeah. So and, and again, Cincinnati is trying to get this two seed, maybe the one seed. It's, they still get you know they they run the table. They play Buffalo still head to head. So if they run the table, and the Chiefs lose again. The Bengals still have an outside shot at that. They got a lot to play for. You get them at three. Get I mean, give me the Bengals all day on that one. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals here too for sure. Yeah. Last week, uh, I said one of my favorite bets was the Bengals minus two and a half at the Bucks, and that looked awful in the three first half. half. But then again, in either case, it, yeah, yeah. Well, it opened at two and a half. You're right. Yeah, but either, I mean, they they ended up winning by quite a bit, but yeah. it looked. Awful Were you scared at halftime? Half. Uh, a little bit, but I mean, ended up down fourteen. It would have been. I mean, if you if you had the balls for it, been a great week for some crazy live bets. You should have taken them second half minus six. Yeah. I mean, that was. Free money. Yeah. I regret only putting 250 on that. That was really stupid of me. But anyway, I was up big too, so I should have just gone bigger on it. But yeah, no, an agreement on that one for sure, taking the Bengals. Uh, next is the, the other snow game you mentioned uh, Chicago Bears, eight and a half, plus eight and a half at home uh, against the Bills, over under 40 and a half. So with the wind and snow here, I don't see how you can take Buffalo. I think the I think the Bears is it's it's never fun clicking on the Bears and putting actual money on the Bears. I did it once this year and it backfired on me. But uh, you take the points here and take the Bears. I mean, just because Justin Fields is just a one man wrecking crew out there with his legs. Now, yeah. is he going to be able to keep up with Josh Allen in normal conditions? No. But if there's a wind blowing around and possible snow, I think Justin I think Justin Fields is fine. This weekend, yeah. I mean, he's not going to have a, a ceiling game. The Bills' defense is good enough for that, but I think he is able to keep it close enough where they can keep it with a nine points or nine and a half, eight and a half, whatever it ends at. Um, so give me the the Bears side. The Buffalo will win the game, yeah. but I th- I think the Bears can keep it with a nine and uh, and get it done here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a little on the fence, but kind of leaning Bears. I love this one on a teaser, uh, taking Buffalo Yeah, down. you can take Buffalo down to three, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, yeah that's or the Bears up to 15. I think it's one of those games that hits either way. I think yeah. the final score is between Buffalo winning by three and nine, to be honest with you. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the great thing about teasers. I say it every week. I mean, I had, uh, I put one in with all Saturday games last week and then one with one Saturday and then some Sundays. Uh, one, I had the Bills down to like minus one or two, and the other one I had the... Um, Dolphins up to 14, and they both that was hit a lock. So, yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'll hit one, probably both. Hit so, them both, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a Venn diagram. But, yeah. It's funny that that game didn't have any weather, really, until the last five oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, it is crazy. And then, yeah, the, the after, uh, all the pictures of afterwards, it's like a freaking blizzard. And I don't there. understand. I, I still don't get why Devin Singletary didn't just take the touchdown. Or why they downed it on third and goal with the, the Dolphins having no timeouts in, like, 40 seconds. Like, score the touchdown there. The weather was getting bad. Are you sure Tyler Bass is going to make the field goal? That's not right. going to be a bad snap? Like. I don't understand why they didn't just run that in there. A lot of people that had the Bills minus seven don't get that either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like run the damn ball at like it, if they would have scored with forty five seconds left and given the ball back to the Dolphins with no timeouts down seven, you really think the Dolphins were gonna go down in those conditions and get a, a seven spot in forty five seconds? I mean I mean they don't have Baker Mayfield. Come on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, if the Raiders were involved, yes, but as long as the yeah. Raiders weren't involved. That's true. It wasn't Baker. It was the Raiders. <laughs> All right. Next game. Uh, the Titans, minus three and a half at home versus the Texans, uh, who have been looking a little better lately, I guess. Uh, over under 35 and a half. Yeah, the Titans run all over them. And in fact, some places I've seen that move even on FanDuel for a minute at minus three. What's the juice at right now on that? Uh, the juice is leaning toward the Texans. If you can get this at, three at minus half. three, just pound the Titans. The Titans, again, it's same thing as like Jacksonville. It might come back and I would love it at three. Yeah. Because... Think- the I, Titans cover all the time for us. They yeah, didn't last week. Titans but, are covering well, they pushed last the week. The Texans have been having a good couple of weeks, obviously, but this line is much smaller than those lines. And no One, Damian Pierce now. Yeah, that too. And then on top of all that, uh, Derrick Henry just runs all over the Texans. He will just destroy them. I, I saw some them. stat. It was like a quarter of all his rushing yards are against like the Jags and the Texans. Yeah. he. I mean, he should just torch this. I love Tennessee this weekend. If you can get that at three... Pound it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. the The Titans are just a fantastic play this week. Well, yeah, they're going to be able to run the ball I, I, at this time of the year. I really like teams that have something to play for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a home team at that? I mean, they're playing at home with less than four points against the Texans. Let that sink in. The Texans have been at home the last two weeks, by the way. That's true. With the Dallas, no, I guess the last game was in Dallas. Never mind. The, the first one was in Dallas, but they're home for the Chiefs. Uh, they're in Texas either way. I so said it's close as you yeah. can be. Like. I, I think Cinderella slippers coming off. I, I don't even think the Titans or the excuse me the Texans have played that well. I just think the teams have overlooked them, which I didn't expect the Chiefs to do, but they did. Um, yeah, like the the Titans will not overlook this game. The Jacksonville's breathing down their neck. If they lose this game, there's a good shot they they could lose the division, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. Jacksonville should win. So yeah, this is uh, this is a game where you just. Tennessee, Derek, it should be the Derrick Henry show. Burks is back. I like their offense. They got the rookie tight end there. Uh, the Texans are losing their key weapons. Yeah, I like his name. Texans are, are not healthy. So I mean, Jeff Driscoll, really? Yeah. yeah. The juice is one eighteen for the uh, Texans and one hundred four for the Titans. Why? So. I don't. I don't understand that. Uh, I don't know. I'm saying they're getting too much respect from the public and from Vegas. For Who the in their right weeks. mind would say, "Yeah, I think out of all these games, I'm going to go ahead and take the the Texans plus well, three and a half." I, just, I feel like the and we're both on the other side, obviously. But the logic is just you know they 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 went to overtime with. The the Chiefs, they almost beat the Cowboys. Like they can do this to the Titans. Check out what they do against the run and get back to me. And just like the whole rest of the season. That's Check re- out how recency they def- bias we talk about all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out how they do against Derrick Henry, yeah. like you said. You called it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh next on to the Chiefs game. The Chiefs will be one lighter in their stadium this week. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no Chiefs a for yeah, this game. Man. Over under zero, and if he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no, it's, it's plus 10,000 he'll be at the game. <laughs> hey, the Chiefs are now 1-0 with Chiefs Saholic not at the game. That's true. After wow. that game against the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that makes him good luck or bad luck after that game, but yeah. Okay, uh, Chiefs minus 10 at home in the uh, sub-zero temperatures, maybe, uh, against the Seahawks over under 48.5. <sighs> Give me the Seahawks on the 10 points. Like, yeah. I just, this Chiefs defense for, it's... It's fine, I guess. This what, what do you put this Chiefs D out of 32? Like number 20, 22? Yeah. I mean, the number popped in my head was like 18. But yeah, right I think 20. the only reason they're not lower is because they get ahead most times and that helps them because they're, they're better at rushing the as crazy it is because they don't rush the pass very well most weeks. But I just feel like that this, it's, a, it's a defense built more scheme wise. Uh, and, you know, they got the young corners. The secondary has been playing better as the year goes on. I like the linebackers. I just, I like the Chiefs against the pass a lot more. Um, but anyway, I, that doesn't matter with this game. But anyway, the 10 points here, give me the 10 points. I, I just think Seattle's able to keep up well enough. I think Mahomes has to throw pretty much the entire game. Now, one thing I will say, like, I've got Mahomes in my fantasy league. I'm a little nervous about that. The weather, number one. But number two, Seattle cannot stop the run. This is a massive Isaiah Pacheco game. If you got him, load up on it. If you got McKinnon like me, roll him out there with confidence. The short passes the Chiefs should have to be chasing points and not chasing points but scoring the entire game to make sure the Seattle doesn't catch up the Chiefs win this game they did not win it by 10 or more so I'll go ahead and take Seattle you yeah again it's just too many points to take especially for the way the Chiefs are playing right now they're playing teams that aren't as good too close uh, I feel like it is coming that game where they blow someone out again uh, so I'm a little bit afraid of that and the Seahawks are looking worse and worse but yeah, give me the Seahawks on the ten. Love them again. And the Seahawks are holding on for the playoff for teasers too, and so that's oh yeah, good spot for that. The Seahawks are holding on for their playoff lives too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, seven and seven, so they'll be out there playing. But yeah, so you, you and said, Ken Walker's healthy. They got the receivers. Uh, is uh, Tyler or what's his name? Lockett back. Lockett, yeah, Tyler Lockett. I don't know. Back. I don't know that. Just, they said he could miss as little as one week with the. The, I'm gonna say he's back because he went to Kansas State. That's that's true. They're yeah. sitting at seven and seven. They have to. It's almost like if he comes back out and they lose, just shut him down for the year if he re-injures it. Like right. I think he's out there, you know, with DK, like you said, Kenneth Walker and and Geno Smith's, you know, probably the comeback player of the year in the NFL. Yeah, they're going to be able to score some points. I mean, the comeback and then go back away player of the year. Yeah, let's just put this back. I hope it doesn't come down to a field goal for the Chiefs because I ain't got no <laughs> no confidence, especially in cold weather or the wind. I don't want him yeah. Bucker deciding the game. Yeah. And maybe it's time Andy Reid stops playing for field goals. Like at the end of a game, unless it's like a chip shot inside 30 yards, I think you need to be trying to score touchdowns from here on out. You know, I just you can't trust the guy anymore. Yeah, and we have yeah our offense is notoriously good on those late downs. Yeah, uh, but yeah, next game. Nathaniel we, Hackett disagrees. By the way, he says to play for the 62 year old field goal. Yeah, even if you're not in Denver. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but okay, we got uh, next game Ravens at home minus seven and a half uh, against the Falcons. Another really low one over. Under 35 and a half. So it's a lot in the 30s. Lamar's probably out again, right? Mm-hmm. We think. But um, he's good to go. Yeah. The, he's concussed Huntley for like four days and then he's back. I don't, was he? I hope, for his sake, I hope he was still concussed the way he played that game. Yeah. I mean, it just did not look good against the Browns. I, I don't see how you can take Baltimore here, bro. Like, I think it's a lot of points. It should, they this should be like a three to me. This team is just. I know they're nine and five. I know they're going to make the playoffs. They're not good though. The defense is sadly the start of the year. We were talking about their offense being pretty good with Lamar and Mark Andrews and some of these other, you know, some of these other cats. They could be and, like twelve and two or three, but they like just fall apart. Yeah, yeah. They're just like the defense has gotten healthier now. Like the yeah. defense is fine now. Actually, the defense is above average now. But this offense, especially with Huntley out there, is just awful. Yeah. I mean, Andrews isn't doing crap. He's dropping balls. 
they're they're counting on Demarcus Robinson, who couldn't even cut it here as a fifth receiver yeah. this year. I mean, Duvernay is out now, and I mean, so they just put him out. I mean, you know, they're just they're pulling Deshaun Jackson off the street, right? You know, yeah. Like I just, I, I don't. I, Desmond Ritter looked okay. Last week, like just give me the Falcons here. Remember the Falcons started off the year six and one covering, and they've only covered like yeah, once yeah, since then. Yeah. They did cover last week though, but yeah. Nice. Well, Desmond Ritter's got him back on track with the. That's cover. right. Give me the points here. I I wouldn't be. Sh- I would not be shocked. My big upset alert would be. Well, there's two of them. This would be one of the two games I could see. Yeah. There's two games this week where I could see a seven point dog winning, and this is one of them. Yeah, I just this line just seems way too big on first look. I. I think this one's the most like out of whack of all the ones so far. So yeah, give me the Falcons. Too many points. Yep. Again, could tease it. Yep. Uh, okay, on to the three o'clock slate for Saturday. We've got the Niners minus seven at home. Uh, still got Brock Purdy rocking back there, and then uh, the Commanders are coming in over under thirty-seven and a half. Okay, so let's talk about this game. This is, the, coincidentally enough, the other game where I could see a seven-point team winning outright. Yes, even me, Mister Forty Niners, who by the way pounded them and won again. Nice. Um, on that Thursday night game, my first night in Vegas. Thank you, 49ers. You're awesome. Um, I think they will win this game. I do think they probably will. I could see Washington though going in there and winning this game outright. Another team fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, another team that has enough offensive weapons. And, and we still don't know for sure. And, and, and they've got a defense. I mean, the, the the commanders have a pretty good D out there. We've only seen Brock Purdy play two games. Well, they all say, well, once the NFL figures you out, they'll figure you out. You know, it's like yeah. we now have a little bit of film on him from two games, how the offense runs under him. The commanders have just a good enough defense where they can at least slow down the 49ers in this matchup. Um, so I think they're a pretty safe cover. I think they they'll be able to score a little bit in this game. The Niners still have the best defense in the NFL, but I, you know, the, the commanders can run the ball. Okay. But you can kind of run against the Niners and they, they need to get the ball in, in McLaurin's hands or, or, uh, you know, Curtis Samuel, or, you know, they want to throw Gibson out there receiving. They got plenty of options in the short passing game, you know? So I think, the, I think the commanders cover the game. I think there's like a 20% chance they went out. Right. But, uh, give me the commanders plus seven in this game. I don't, I don't hate, um, I guess I don't hate teasing the Niners down. I think there's a four and five chance they'll win the game. So you could put that on a teaser, but I, th- I think the best bet here is just put the commanders in. You? Uh, I'm a little more 49ers. I do like teasing them down. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like I could kind of see what I could could see the commanders winning. I kind of get that. But that said, I kind of am leaning 49ers on the spread. I like them covering the seven. If it goes above seven, not necessarily, but seven or under, I'll take the 49ers. Okay. Fair. Okay. Was it David? One more three o'clock game. Saturday, yeah, one more right? three. Is this one's three twenty six? Uh, so a little bit of a staggering there, but uh, yeah, Cowboys at home this is the rivalry game. Minus four and a half against the Eagles without Jalen Hurts, right? It looks like Minshew should be a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Well, outside chance Hurts plays. So I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna. I would put in the Eagles right now. Did you see the uh, the Sirianni quote? What about he's like uh, his body isn't like our bodies like there's no like I can't guarantee you he won't play. <laughs> I mean it's a huge division game. I mean not that they really have. I mean really the Eagles only have to win one more game or have the Cowboys lose one more game. So it's not that big of a game. They can lose this game and still have the one seed. With that said, they still want to beat them um, and you you know allow them to rest hurts and some of the guys later. The sooner you're up at the division and the one seed. I don't think he'll play with all that said, but just in case he does, that line would go back to a pick probably if he did or Dallas minus one or something like that. So I love the value if you want to lock in uh, the the Eagles going on the road there because they still have enough weapons and Minshew's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. So go ahead and give me the points and give me the Eagles here either way. If Hurts happens to come back, I love it. Even if not, I still like it. You? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Minshew a lot as the backup and that's kind of, I don't think Hurts will play, but you do got, you do have that value there and I really do like him as a backup. Um yeah, I'll take the points at four and a half with the Eagles. I'm with you on that one. 
Right on. All right, Saturday nighttime, right? That is right. Last game of Saturday, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, minus two and a half oh, against God. our least favorite team, the Raiders, <laughs> over under at an even 39. I can't tell you enough. Whatever we say in this game, just go the opposite. We are 0 7 on the Raiders this year, like or not, I think the last seven times, I should say. Yeah. Um, we just cannot get these guys right. <sighs> Pickett looks like he's going to play in this game. Um, <sighs> Vegas, of course, got back Waller and Renfro, which helped a little bit. It's a battle of two yeah. six and eight teams. I mean, they're they're outside chance. I suppose the math could work for a playoff. Not going to happen with the divisions these teams are in. But with all that said, man, I got to hate the Raiders. I'm going to take them here. I just, Pittsburgh is, I just don't think they can score as much as they should be able to. Deontay Johnson's yeah. kind of been a pumpkin this year, dropping balls. He's not, what well, he you still know, not score a touchdown? I don't think he I has. Say, at least in, he may have, but at, at least a couple of weeks ago, he was like the most targets and receptions for someone who hadn't caught a yeah. touchdown in the NFL. The Raiders, I think, win this game. I, I just, I just think they their their offense is better than the Steelers, um, and they're they're getting points. Uh, just give me the Raiders in this game. It's it's one of those games with two even teams and two kind of bipolar teams. I just think that the Steelers' offense has to have more go right to score points. They need long sustained drives with the run. They don't know. I mean, they've got the big play potential, of course, with Pickens out there. But mm-hmm. uh, the Raiders' D has played better the last couple of weeks. And I just think the Raiders' offense, now that they have all their weapons, we thought the start of the year this Raiders team had a good shot at the playoffs. They're, they're kind of playing more like a playoff team, kind of. I mean, they're still kind yeah. of, you know, they've blown three games and they're up by 17 points. So, and they've lost to Baker Mayfield on a two, when he's a member of a team for two sleeps, and they lost to Jeff Saturday. So, I mean, it's, they're pathetic, but they're, they're pretty much healthy now. And I just, I, I just trust their offense. Their offense is, it's easier for the Raiders to score points than it is the Steelers. They're an underdog, they're two evenly teams. Give me the Raiders. This excites me because I uh, was going to probably just pick the opposite side so one of us could be right for once. But I actually am kind of leaning the Steelers. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Really? And one of us will be right for once. It's going to be very exciting. No, nope, that means it'll tie. Well, we can't tie it two and a half. So that's the thing. Well, let's be a push if you took about the money line. Well, that's true. Let's say, I, I guess someone, you're true. Someone's got to win the if spread. If you've got we're, the points, the spread. Yeah. That's true. If we had the money lines, we could actually still push on that. But you're right. A tie would one of us would lose. So yeah, but I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take the Steelers here. I, I like them okay. at home. I think that, yeah, we're going, obviously, the better coach, the Steelers coach. Uh, at this point, and I'll be missing this game luckily because I'll be at church. Luckily, so this is there one game where I'm happy to take the take the L and not watching it. We got what three on Saturday and one on Monday. Let's flip the page to Sunday. All right. Uh, yep. Sunday, the noon game, the sole noon game uh, is the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half at home against the Packers over yeah. under forty eight and a half. Oh yeah, you definitely go Miami here. This is an easy one. This is a layup. I mean, Packers, same thing. Who, who's who, who's easier to score here? Dolphins could score like that. They're playing at home. Um, another team that's you know playing for seeding at this point, not likely. In fact, I think it's impossible now for them to catch Buffalo. But um, yeah, this is a game. This is a team playing at home. They needed. They need to win. They want to improve that wild card status. Um, and in Green Bay, by the way, I guess the Lions really need um, Miami to win. That would help them out for amongst other teams there that are yeah. fighting for the NFC. The Commanders, Giants, some of those other teams there. So they'll be cheering on the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins' offense. It really gets back on track. It's been a few weeks since they really went off. This seems like one of those games where they just light up the scoreboard. Um, I would say take the overs. I just don't know how much Green Bay is going to score. So yeah. I love the I love the Dolphins here. One of my favorite bets of the week. Yeah, it's a pretty high over under too. But yeah, I like the Dolphins quite a bit. It looks like it might go to four. So go ahead and get that in if you're on the Dolphins. Yeah, it's not likely um, to go back down to no, three. It, probably not. There's but, some good bets this week, by yeah, the way, no, bro. For sure. But um, I um, wish I was in Vegas this week. Yeah. Not that uh, we can't uh, just bet with Fanduel, but you know, you can't just go back. But. <laughs> mm. Yeah, 
well, days it's Christmas. off. Yeah, it's Christmas, that's, that's why. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I don't know how the receivers, like, there's, I feel like there hasn't been, like, the the publicity about it, like you see with, like, the Broncos or something, but I don't know how the receivers like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they do. He's, no, he's a dick. I mean, dick. He, throws, he, <laughs> that, he throws that ball, the goal line ball at uh, Christian Watson when he's not looking, even though he knows he's not looking, just to, like, prove a point. Basically. Yeah, he's, and then he, he doubles down on it in the post-game interview and is like, oh, you want to catch touchdowns, you got to know the routes. It's like, dude, stop... He throws people teammates. under the bus all the yeah. time. He's yeah, yeah. I I lost a lot of respect for him. I used like to really a, like you're him. You're a bad boss, dude. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But yeah, um, yeah, I like the Dolphins a lot. I'm glad we're in agreement on that one. Uh, another game, some ooh, some bad teams. We got the Rams at home plus two and a half uh, versus the Broncos. Is uh, Russ going to get to play this week? Yeah, I'd say so. I love that he was a healthy scratch last week, by the way. <laughs> Did you hear that uh, apparently he wanted to play and they were like, no, it's okay. Yeah, we're like, no, nah, bro, we're good. The battle of four and tens here, I'm definitely taking the Rams here. How is Denver favoring this game? Like, I mean, I get I they know. have a good defense. I guess their defense is a little bit yeah. The secondary is better, but. The defense is, yeah, the defense is a little bit better than the Rams. It is. That's yeah. true. I mean, I don't really care who's playing quarterback for the Rams if Russell Wilson's playing quarterback. Yeah. And also, I mean, like, Baker has looked. At least okay, yeah. like his old yeah. his old brown self at the very least. That's what I'm saying. And like and Cam Akers has been looking better. I mean, I yeah. would, the Rams definitely have better running backs. Than He's the been getting some of these like fringe guys involved yeah. too, like uh, was it Brandon Powell and, and Tutu Atwell? Yeah, That's well, a fun name. And Williams there. Yeah. But and the, and the uh, the Broncos do probably get back Cortland Sutton this week. Oh, I yeah. mean, well, nothing that matters that much. But yeah. yeah, I just I mean, how are the Rams a home underdog? It's, I'll take the Rams here. Now this is again, this is not a game when you've got two crap teams that have nothing to play for. I'm not going big on this game whatsoever. There's about three or four other games I've mentioned that I like a lot more than this. Yeah. This is probably like my fifth favorite game of the week though. Give me the, give yeah. me the Rams and the points here. Yeah, I'm with you. There's another one to wait on though because the juice looks like. It's gonna go to Bron- the juice is on the Broncos side somehow, so looks like it can go to three and uh, yeah, much better place. For I'm, the I'm, on, I'm not on the same page with Vegas this week on a few of these games. I don't or the public the for public, that matter. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's usually a good thing though, right? Yeah, I like the Rams quite a bit yeah. here. Uh, okay, last game of Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, Monday yeah. night's all we got left. Yep, Christmas night game when you're all full of holiday <laughs> sweets. Cheer. Yeah, and, and eggnog. That, yeah, it's holiday spirits. Uh, you got the Cardinals. Plus seven and a half at home against the Buccaneers, over under 39 and a half. So who the hell knows? Who the Cardinals even have a quarterback now? Uh, it's going to be Trace McSorley this week, I saw. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, it's hard to bet on Tampa Bay against anybody. This team is so bad. I can't bet on Trace McSorley, though. I, I, this game pains me. And I don't even want to put it on a teaser, though, Killian. That's the problem. Like, I don't trust the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like, I still think there's a one in three chance they lose this game. That's how bad I think Tampa Bay is. But still. But, but I, th- I feel like the move here, if you do tease, is to take the Cardinals up because I doubt the Buccaneers beat them by more than 14. The only thing is, this, how many times does McSorley turn it over? Yeah. You know, if Brady gets short fields, you know. But McCoy, I just think McCoy's the, healthy, right? Is he going to be back, though? Or wait, is that what I'm saying? My point is, is McCoy healthy and they're taking McSorley? No, he's instead? hurt. Yeah. Oh, he's hurt. It's okay. That's why it is. Yeah, he got hurt in both the games. Also, they have very similar names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I just, I don't understand that, though. But anyway, I, I don't see. I don't see how you can bet on Arizona here. I do think there's a one in three chance they win just because I just think the the, the Buccaneers seem broken for some reason. Yeah. But the, the the more likely scenario is that the Buccaneers are able to just dink and dunk here against the defense. And the Buccaneers defense is, is certainly better than what the Cardinals have. Yeah. I don't love the seven and a half. I just don't see how you can bet on McSorley and the Cardinals here. So while I do think there's a chance this is a game where you either stay away from or you take the Bucks. I don't yeah. love the game, but I don't. I, I think you, the play here would be Tampa Bay if you are going to play this game, and I have to think it goes back down to seven. So 
I'd wait a little Ju- while too. Juice is uh, 100% even right now. One yeah, I think ways. it ends at seven. So but, I'd wait on this. But if you if you have to bet it, take Tampa Bay. But uh, you could just sit this one out. It's Christmas night. Make your money earlier on this late and chill that night. Right. Yeah. I um. Yeah. I don't, I don't love this line at all. But uh, I'll take the Buccaneers. I think that they've. I mean, when they've been blown out, it's at least been by like good teams. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's had some. Tom has had some pretty impressive performances this year, but it's always been against these kinds of teams. And I think that'll continue to happen. He's been getting the tight end going. Um, what is it, Bray and the other uh, Otten, Kate Otten, Kate Otten and, yeah. and Coquiefed. Used to be OJ Howard back in the day. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the Cardinals are notoriously terrible against the tight tight yep. end, so that'd be a, a good one for them. Uh, but then, yeah, on to the Monday night game. So this will be the day after Christmas. Uh, we've got Colts plus four and a half, uh, coached by Jeff. It's Jeff Monday this Jeff week. Monday. Is he playing on Monday? Okay. That's, yeah, that's by point. the way, we blew it last week. We, you asked me what his name is. I should have said Saturday because they were playing on that's Saturday. True, yeah. I really blew that. Well, his name was Saturday in the first half, and then it was worst yeah, day Yeah, it was Saturday ever. in the first half, and then yeah. it was get the hell out of the yeah. NFL Doomsday. day in the second half. <laughs> Jeff Doomsday. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so Colts four and a half at home against the Chargers over under 45 and a half. The Chargers have been really, really good at winning by three lately. So so let me ask you a question. Who's the lead back in, for the Colts? Is it Zach Moss or Deion Jackson? What do you think? Uh, I, De- Deion Jackson has proved more, but I feel like they've been giving Zach Moss a lot of carries. He got more touches last yeah. week after the injury. Mm-hmm. Um. Because this is the deal. The Chargers can't stop the run. Yeah. So this is going to be a week where the Colts are going to run the ball 28 times, 30 times in this game. Easy. And that's a floor. That's mm-hmm. like that's tossing out the game script. They will run the ball 28 to 30 times even if they're losing. If they somehow get ahead in this game, we're talking 40 totes for the running backs there. Yeah. So certainly both are playable in fantasy this week if you happen to pick them up on waivers. I, I think I like Moss a little bit more yeah. like you. But um <sighs> With all that said, the Chargers are going to win this game. I don't love the four and a half on the road. The Colts have shown their game enough and, and just good enough on defense to compete. They seem to be able to run the ball okay. Um, and that's what Jeff Saturday wants to do as a former right. offensive lineman. And that's what you do against the Chargers. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you run the ball. That's what the Colts will do. It's not going to be enough, though. Go ahead and, and give me the Chargers. Again, I, I like this game in the money line. I don't love the freaking four and a half or four or whatever it ends at. I'll take the Chargers, though, in this game. I, I, both sides, though, the over-under you said was what? Uh, 45 and a half. Uh, that's probably an over in this game. I, I think both teams are able to score. Just give me the Chargers. They'll eat this one out. They'll win by about a touchdown in this game, I think. Yeah, I just I feel like the Chargers probably win by like three or four, which that's a narrow margin for me to believe that and bet on the Colts, but I kind of like the Colts here catching four and a half. Okay. I feel like they've uh, not lost many blowouts under Jeff. They've not played well but necessarily, but you know, they've played close games and the Chargers, they, they haven't been able to put people away, even with Justin uh, Herbert playing better. I love you almost said Jefferson. Yeah. There's so many Justins. <laughs> there There's also so Justin many. Fields who I can with them sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then question for you: Who has a better chance of scoring a touchdown in the NFL this weekend, me or Chiefsaholic? It'd be me, right? Because I'm not in jail. I guess so. Okay, yeah. I was making sure. I didn't know what the odds were on that one. I mean, you... he probably has more connections, but, but <laughs> he also has the added barrier of a prison, literal prison. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, hey man, let's get to the lock of the week. We're running behind this week. We normally do a sportsbook 101. I guess if I was giving you a sportsbook 101, a real quick one here. This week, pay attention to the weather. Follow Kevin Roth on Twitter. He's a a sports betting and sports fantasy, daily fantasy uh, meteorologist. And he... He is the best in the business. Follow Kevin Roth. Look at the wind. 
Do not take passing teams. Go under in games. If, if, if you see, now don't go under in the 32 point game we saw, but there's certain games if you see the win. Anything sustained over 20 is going to make it tough mm-hmm. to consistently throw the ball. We could even see that here in KC. It could be borderline difficult at times to throw in this game. So adjust your DFS and fantasy. Imagine, look at the game script because of weather more than ever this week. What are the teams going to do? They're probably going to throw deep, or I mean, sorry, not deep, like intermediate, short, screens, tight ends, crossing routes, run the football, and, and look at that accordingly. Look at the weather. This is the most important week of the year for weather by far. This is the first week, Killian, where we've got three, four, five games that are going to be affected big time by the conditions. So that would be my quick sportsbook 101. I would give a longer one normally, but since we're running behind here, sportsbook 101, pay attention to the weather and follow Kevin Roth. All right. Should we make the people some money? I'll tell you one thing, Killian. This has been my toughest lock of the week of the year because there's three games that I like pretty much equally, but I'm only going to give you one. So we're going to go ahead right now. Cue it up. Lock of the week time, baby. Let's do it. Let's make you some money on FanDuel with Dave O's Lock of the Week. Christmas has come early this year, my friend, because you have found us here on the KC Press Box, our Lock of the Week, where we are 41 wins and 20 losses. That's 67% on the Lock of the Week. We go against the spread for every single game on our podcast, by the way. Look us up wherever you get your podcast, KC Press Box, with me, Davo, and Killian White. Now, this week, the 41 and 20 is going to 42 and 20. Killian, the guy on the camera, can we both admit that our girlfriends look great in blue jeans? Am I allowed to admit that about your girlfriend? Yeah, you can. We all know she's hot. So sure, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend sings. Doesn't yours sing sometimes, too? Good singer, right? Yeah, yeah. And yours likes country music, right? She does. That's good, because we're going to Nashville, baby. The Grand Old Opry. We're going to make it rain once we win this game. Malik Willis at quarterback. Actually has an edge against Jeff Driscoll this week. And how are the Titans either minus three or minus three and a half in this game? I get the Texans have paid people close. But let me tell you two words right now. Derek Henry. He will score not one, but two touchdowns, possibly three in this game, and we are going to make it absolutely rain right there in Nashville. The Tennessee Titans have to win this game, trying to hold on and win the division with Jacksonville creeping up. They'll do it this week on the minus three or three and a half. Either way, the Titans, the lock of the week. Let's go! I like that one. That was a good clue. I like that you called my girlfriend hot, by the way, low key. Yeah, so well, you walked me into it. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, I did I, ask for permission. Yeah, that's true. Dustin here in the studio yeah. said, "Did you ask for permission?" But all right, Kelly. Real quick before we get out of here, do you have a lock of the week or a runner-up lock of the week? I will say I liked. Well, you go ahead first. Yeah, no, I was saying that I think we're on a lot of the same ones. I like Cincinnati quite a bit covering here too against the Patriots. How about Miami? Yeah, Miami's another one. Um, was that the one? Maybe the Lions, too. There's, there's there's several. Yeah, that's the one that might go up to four. I mean, I'd probably like it at four. And a two. couple of those eight and nine-point teasers as well. Absolutely, like yeah. The Bears. I wouldn't call the Bears a lock, but I, I think it's a real real solid play. Well, brother, I want to wish you. You're going home for the for the holiday, right? That's right. Back to Illinois. I want to wish you and your family um, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope you have safe travels. Um, we'll be back again next year or next week. I guess we'll have one more podcast for this year, actually. That's right. It'll be week 17. Man, I can't believe after this week we only got two weeks left and then the playoffs but we'll we'll have a lot of fun here with FanDuel Sportsbook once again use that promo code BOX B-O-X for that risk-free bet with Santa Barkley up to $2,500 that's incredible if your first bet doesn't hit if you're a new user with our promo code BOX till next time Killian we are out powered by FanDuel it's the KC Press Box with Davo and Killian White